Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirshner. Fox News host Geraldo Rivera asked former Attorney General Bill Barr if Donald Trump is fit for the White House. Glenn says Barr's answer was very surprising. So, friends, we're going to file this one under the heading of even a blind mouse bumps into a piece of cheese every now and then because former Attorney General Bill Barr was just caught red-handed telling the truth. Now, it's a truth we all know, but to have this lifelong Republican and Trump bagman, Bill Barr, say it out loud, is a sign that even Trump's most devoted flunkies may finally be turning against him. Now, I'm going to read a very short transcript of exactly what Bill Barr said in response to a question from, of all people, Geraldo Rivera. Here is what Bill Barr said. Question from Geraldo Rivera. Is Donald Trump fit to be president of the United States? And here is a transcript of Bill Barr's answer. Quote, this is the way I'll answer that, Geraldo, which is, if you believe in his policies, what he's advertising is his policies, He's the last person who could actually execute them and achieve them. He does not have the discipline. He does not have the ability for strategic thinking and linear thinking or setting priorities or how to get things done in the system. It is a horror show when he's left to his own devices. And so you may want his policies, but Trump will not deliver Trump policies. He will deliver chaos. And if anything, lead to a backlash that will set his policies much further back than they otherwise would be. To which Geraldo Rivera responds, quote, that's a very direct answer. And friends, this from Bill Barr, the man who corrupted and weaponized the Department of Justice to do favors for Donald Trump's friends and criminal associates and punish Donald Trump's enemies. You know, if even Bill Barr is now publicly admitting in the most direct terms that Donald Trump is dangerously unfit to serve, well, then maybe the tide is turning. You know, maybe the dirty Republican red tide is actually turning. And boy, would that be a good thing. Because justice matters. Coming up, accountability is finally shining through the clouds. Teflon Don has lost his nickname. Len talks about it next on Justice Matters. 
Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I'm here to remind you about one of the best decisions I've made recently, getting Factor Meals. Eating is so much easier for me with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor is flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. I've done the math, and I can tell you Factor is less expensive than takeout. And every meal is dietitian approved, nutritious, and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and start meeting your meal and nutrition goals. Head over to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off. That's code glen50 at factormeals.com slash glen50 to get 50% off. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 and use code GLEN50 to get 50% off today. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A New York jury has found former President Donald Trump liable for sexual abuse and defamation in the E. Jean Carroll case. Will other people file suits against him? Here's Glenn. So friends, a New York jury found, that is, concluded and announced, that Donald Trump sexually abused and defamed, that is, lied about, E. Jean Carroll. Here is the headline from NBC News. Headline, Trump found liable for sexually abusing and defaming E. Jean Carroll in civil trial and is ordered to pay five million dollars. And friends, rather than read the reporting, let's go right to the primary source, the jury's verdict form. You ready for this? Question. Did Mr. Trump sexually abuse Miss Carroll? The jury's unanimous answer, yes. Question. Was Miss Carroll injured as a result of Mr. Trump's conduct? The jury's answer, yes. Yes or no, Mr. Trump's conduct was willfully or wantonly negligent, reckless, or done with a conscious disregard of the rights of Miss Carroll. Jury's answer, yes. Question, did Miss Carroll prove by a preponderance of the evidence that Mr. Trump's statement was defamatory? Jury's answer, yes. Question, did Ms. Carroll prove by clear and convincing evidence that Mr. Trump's statement was false? Jury's answer, yes. Question, did Mr. Trump make the statement with actual malice? Jury's answer, yes. Question, was Ms. Carroll injured 
as a result of Mr. Trump's publication of the October 12, 2022 statement. Jury's answer, yes. Question, in making this statement, did Mr. Trump act maliciously, out of hatred, ill will, spite, or wanton, reckless, or willful disregard of the rights of another? Jury's unanimous answer, yes. And the aggregate amount of the jury award to Ms. Carroll, $5 million. So what are some of the main takeaways from this historic trial and this historic verdict? Well, first of all, this verdict was reached at light speed. The jury deliberated for less than three hours. Boy, they had no doubt about who should win this verdict. And that came after they watched E. Jean Carroll testify for three days. That jury had an extended period of time to observe E. Jean Carroll's demeanor, to assess her credibility, her candor, her honesty. And boy, they flat out believed her testimony. So friends, one of the main and most important takeaways, sexual assault victims are worthy of belief. And delayed reporting is entirely usual in sexual assault cases. I mean, what victim would want to be dragged through the mud, demonized, abused, defamed? What sexual assault victim would want to have to sit in a public forum like an open court and be called a liar hour after hour after hour by defense attorneys, particularly by the likes of Joey Takapina. Delayed reporting is entirely usual, and that is not a reason to disbelieve sexual assault victims. A failure to scream, as Ms. Carroll was endlessly cross-examined about, is not a reason to disbelieve sexual assault victims. When somebody is being sexually assaulted, there are all kinds of reactions. People go into shock. People are fearful. They are scared to death that the violence will escalate if they scream. Failure to scream is not a reason to disbelieve sexual assault victims. So that, I contend, is one of the most important takeaways from this historic verdict in favor of a sexual assault and defamation victim. What are some of the other takeaways? Well, it wasn't just E. Jean Carroll's testimony standing alone in this case. Her attorneys also presented testimony of what we often refer to as an outcry witness, a very close friend of Miss Carroll's to whom Ms. Carroll reported this attack by Donald Trump within minutes of it happening back in the 1990s. There were also two other victims, two other women that Donald Trump sexually assaulted who testified about their experience, their victimization at the hands of Donald Trump. And of course there was Donald Trump's Access Hollywood tape and his deposition where he doubled down on what he said on that Access Hollywood tape, that because he's a star, he gets to sexually assault women, right? When you're a star, 
they let you do it. And he actually added another word that made that claim all the more mind-blowingly despicable. He said, fortunately, when you're a star, they let you do it, fortunately or unfortunately. So Donald Trump confessed. He may have been the most damaging witness against Donald Trump. He confessed that his habit, his pattern, his practice, his right as a star was to sexually assault women. And friends, there are plenty of other takeaways, but I want to touch on just one more and we'll finish with this one. The jury unanimously found two things, that Donald Trump committed sexual abuse of Miss Carroll and that Donald Trump defamed Miss Carroll, lied about her to her detriment. And let's have a look at precisely what the jury had to find in order to conclude that Donald Trump was liable for sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is subjecting Miss Carroll to sexual contact with no consent. Sexual contact was defined as any touching of the sexual or intimate parts of the person for the purpose of gratifying the sexual desire of either party. And the jury found Donald Trump was liable for sexual abuse. Here's the thing, friends. This was a civil case, yes. But that really is a crime masquerading as a count in a civil suit. What do I mean by that? Well, what I just described there for you, the definition of sexual abuse, that's a crime. It's a crime that could not be charged by prosecutors in this case because the statute of limitations had expired. The statute of limitations essentially sets a deadline for prosecutors to bring a criminal charge. Five years is one example of a statute of limitations. If the prosecutors don't charge somebody within five years of the crime, then the statute of limitations prevents the prosecutors from ever bringing a charge. So the statute of limitations had expired, but the conduct, the conduct that Miss Carroll's attorneys proved to this jury's satisfaction unanimously is a crime, but it was a crime that was resolved in the context of this civil lawsuit. But keep that in mind, that what this jury unanimously found, a jury of Donald Trump's peers, is that Donald Trump committed conduct. He, in fact, committed conduct that constitutes a crime, even though they were only able to hold him responsible for that conduct in the context, in the setting of a civil suit and award money damages. Now, I would hasten to add that this jury only had to find Donald Trump committed that conduct by a preponderance of the evidence. That's a lower standard, right? If he were ever charged with a crime, sexual abuse or other offenses, then the jury would have to conclude beyond a reasonable doubt that he committed that conduct in order to hold him accountable for the crime. But I think it's still worth keeping in mind that most civil suits are about 
a contract dispute or a fender bender or medical malpractice or any one of hundreds and hundreds of other civil disputes between two people or two parties. But this one involved criminal conduct, criminal conduct that was beyond the statute of limitations. But keep that in mind because that tells you so much about who Donald Trump is and what Donald Trump does to women. And friends, with all of the prosecutors and all of the agents and investigators and detectives that have been investigating Donald Trump's crimes for years and years and years, I find it interesting that the first person to hold him accountable is E. Jean Carroll. She is the first one who in court has achieved something that approximates justice. And justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.